Hello, and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. A few days ago, I put out a video talking about some of the best values in best ball drafts at the running back position. And in today's video, we're going to be doing a similar type of thing. But now we're going to be talking about the wide receivers. And let's honestly just jump into the first one. And it's actually going to be a pair of teammates here. And actually, I'm going to be talking about the third wide receiver later on in this video. But the first two are going to be Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I think both members of this duo are being undervalued in best ball leagues. Right now, Mike Evans is being picked as like a late third, early fourth round pick. And then Chris Godwin is going like late fourth, early fifth. At Mike Evans' current ADP, he's being valued as a wide receiver two, which I think is just crazy because you look back the past four seasons, Mike Evans' lowest finish in points per game was wide receiver 16. That's basically where he is going now. So he's being picked basically at his floor. And going into 2022, this is going to be the same high-powered offense. You've got Brady back at quarterback. If anything, the situation is slightly better than it was for Evans in 2021. Now that AB is gone, you've got Russell Gage as the wide receiver three, which is definitely less of a threat for production than Antonio Brown was. So right now, I value Mike Evans as a wide receiver one. And we'll be picking him, you know, every single time at his current price. And then for Chris Godwin, his situation is definitely a little bit more complicated because he does carry some injury risk. He's coming off of that torn ACL that he suffered in the 2021 season. But looking at his timeline with his injury, he had no meniscus damage. And if everything goes right, he should be ready prior to week one. You know, if he doesn't miss any time, I think he's a mid to back end wide receiver one option. I think he'd have an argument for like that wide receiver seven, wide receiver eight slot, even ahead of a guy like Mike Evans. And then if he ends up missing a few games, I feel like this ADP is probably accurate. So if you're telling me Mike Evans is going to miss like two, three weeks of the season, then I think being a late fourth, early fifth round pick is fair. But I just don't really see him, you know, barring a major setback missing more than that. So I kind of feel like he's just being drafted as if he's guaranteed to miss time, which is just definitely not a lock. And he totally could be back and ready producing at a high level in week one. Next up, I want to talk about Adam Thielen from the Vikings. And I know there's always going to be some risk in drafting some of these older wide receivers, but right now Adam Thielen is being picked as the wide receiver 36. To me, that is just way too low. In the past two years, Adam Thielen has finished as the wide receiver 14 and wide receiver 11 in points per game. So past two years, he's been a high-end wide receiver two and then a low-end wide receiver one. But now he's going as a back-end wide receiver three, you know, potentially high-end wide receiver four. Even if he has a decent fall-off from 2020 and 2021, he is still going to be a value at his current price. The Vikings are rolling into 2022 with a very similar offense. You've got Kirk back. Adam Thielen's going to be the wide receiver two on that team behind Justin Jefferson. And if anything, I think they may, you know, let Kirk unload it more than he has in years past now that they have a shakeup at the head coach. And now let's shift over to Michael Gallup from the Cowboys. His ADP is in that round nine to round 10 range. And with Amari Cooper gone, he's with the Browns. I think Michael Gallup has a really wide open path to that wide receiver two role. You know, I think worst case scenario for Gallup is that the Cowboys draft a wide receiver in round one. I do think that's possible. You know, it's in the realm of possibilities, 
But I also think, you know, Gallup would still probably produce around his ADP as the wide receiver three in that offense. We saw in Gallup's lone season as the wide receiver two, he absolutely balled out. That was his second year in the NFL. He averaged 15.2 points per game. Similar to Godwin, Michael Gallup is also at risk to miss time early in the season. But even if he misses like three, four games, I will gladly take the Cowboys wide receiver two for like 13, 14 games of the season at his current ADP. I mentioned how I was going to be talking about the Buccaneers wide receiver three, and that is Russell Gage. I think for best ball, Russell Gage is the perfect late round wide receiver option. He's being drafted as the wide receiver 64. And if you're picking him in like your normal, you know, season long leagues, you would probably never feel comfortable throwing Gage into your lineups, you know, as long as Godwin and Evans were both healthy, because you just never know when he's going to have those big games. But in best ball, you'll have all his solid performances thrown into your lineup without actually having to stress, you know, over starting him, picking which games he is going to ball out. Over the past two years, you know, Gage has proven himself as a very solid NFL wide receiver, and he is going to be the clear-cut wide receiver three. I feel like he's going to walk into training camp with that role. He's going to be very, very involved in this offense. He is going to get plenty of opportunities, and with defenses locked in on Evans and Godwin, I think there are going to be clear games where Russell Gage balls out. Up next, I have another wide receiver three option, and it is going to be Tim Patrick from the Broncos. With Russell Wilson joining the Broncos, there's been a ton of hype around guys like Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. And, you know, rightfully so, I think those players are probably going to be the number one and number two options in this offense. But Tim Patrick has actually been the Broncos' best wide receiver in fantasy points per game the last two seasons. He outscored Judy in both 2020 and 2021, and then he outscored Cortland Sutton in points per game in 2021. So I think he's definitely going to be a part of this improved passing attack. We know he can produce, and you know, just like Gage, you're not going to have to worry about which games you throw him in because he's going to have some games where he's not super involved, but he's also going to have some very solid performances. So I really like Tim Patrick as another late round wide receiver pick. And then the last two players I'm going to talk about here are going to be rookies. I think there's a lot of value with these rookie wide receivers that are being picked very late in drafts. You know, there are guys like Traylon Burks, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, who rightfully so are going, you know, fairly early, but there's a massive difference between those tier of wide receivers and a guy like George Pickens, who I'm going to talk about right now. There's basically an 100 pick difference between those two groups. I'm going to talk about Sky more next, but you've got Pickens and Sky Moore going like 100 picks after the Burks, Wilson, London trio. And George Pickens could easily be a late first round pick. Probably the latest he falls is to the second round. So the difference definitely should not be that wide. And looking at the recent success of, you know, early round wide receiver picks, I'd much rather take a shot on an unknown, you know, like a George Pickens instead of drafting guys like LaVisca Chenault, Nicole Hardman, and Van Jefferson, who are going in a similar range. Those guys have shown us who they are, and they are not really solid fantasy producers. George Pickens, we really have no idea. So his floor is probably, you know, the production that players like that are going to put up. And then I already mentioned him, Sky Moore. I think he's going to be picked in the same range as George Pickens in the NFL draft. He's actually going, you know, even a few rounds after him in best ball leagues. There's really just no reason for, you know, Sky Moore to be picked in the same range as guys like Byron Pringle, 
Donovan Peoples-Jones, and Isaiah McKenzie. So if you need those late round wide receivers, you should be smashing these rookie options instead of picking these guys in their third, fourth years who just have not produced at a high level. And that is going to wrap it up for some of my favorite wide receiver values in best ball leagues. Let me know what you guys think down below in the comment section. And then uh, in the next few weeks, we're going to be putting out you know, our final rookie rankings, talking about some landing spots, you know, best options for players to land on, all that sorts of stuff. Thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.